Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seeds website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On a Monday morning, good morning to you. I'm Kristen Smith, along with Joe Welke. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Now, do we need to just, like, take the elephant out of the room this morning and just admit that we're going to win the Powerball tonight? Well, I would hope so. If what I do you buy mean t- you hope so? You said you were going to buy the tickets. <laughs> if I buy a ticket? Yeah. <laughs> okay, when? Oh, I tell you, Monday morning, you see what I have to work with here, people? Isn't she lucky? Oh, yeah, so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, if you think about it, it is now at $1.9 billion. It'd be quite a challenge to spend all that. Ooh, I'm not going to accept that challenge because we have to win it first. Well, yeah, we I gotta don't, win it. You know, the chances of us winning are very slim. And the payout, if you take it cash, is like $900 million. Oh, how can I survive on that? I know, Can't. right? I mean, I, I, I have to buy you breakfast once in a while. I know, you're kind of a cheapo sometimes. You don't want it. You want to <laughs> yeah. split the bill, right? Split the bill. <laughs> this coming from you who says, hey, you want to split breakfast? <laughs> Oh, man. But if you think about it, $1.9 billion, what would you do? Something fun. What would you do? Would you go on a vacation, buy a car, buy your coworker something amazing? I can already see a lot of people out there going, heck, no, I ain't buying my coworker nothing. But if you think about it, how much fun would it be? Think Now, Jill, I'm going to ask you later on, what is the one thing that you would buy that is totally out there, like completely out of the box thinking? I would buy some lakefront property. Well, that's not that out of or the box. Buy- well, I can't help, but I don't think that's far out of the box. Uh, I would make my own, like, company that, you know, watches movies before they air Ooh. and then tell them how to fix it to make it, like, better. I uh, Yeah. Mm. But see, I don't watch that many movies. You're more of the movie buff than I am. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We've got the Powerball coming up tonight. That's going to be big. I bet a lot of people are going to be out and about buying things today, specifically at gas stations and grocery stores. We've got to give a big congratulations to some of our volleyball teams. Bunch in the area went to state. Jill, how'd they do? Yes, we do. 
um, and bringing home the gold ball for Division Four is Chippewa Falls McDonald's. They brought home the gold ball on Saturday. They won over Monticello in four sets. They nice. look like pretty hard fought sets, so they're pretty close, mm-hmm. pretty close in points. And St. Croix Falls, they brought home the silver ball on Saturday. They were defeated by Howard's Grove. But, you know, just to make it down to state That's and, have, amazing. and have that chance to, to play down. I mean, I guess they're over in Green Bay, but, I mean, just to have that chance. That I think experience. Is so cool. Yeah, it's something to see. If you ever get a chance, get down to those state tournaments just to watch the energy, too. The kids, the parents, the, you know, the fans, everybody's just super high energetic. So that's always neat to see. And the community is behind them, too. That's, exactly. That's, that's what I think is the most refreshing. Yes. And they'll all be behind us when we win that Powerball. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, behind gotta, us with their hands out. Exactly. Well, we got to keep moving along here this morning. It's a chilly morning. We're at 31 degrees right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. When I left Nilsville this morning, it was 34. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. A few minutes before the 5 o'clock hour, we're looking at a some sun today, then partly cloudy, looking at a high of 44 degrees. Tonight, clouds early on, then clearing out, low of 34. Tomorrow, cloudy and breezy, 50. Wednesday, well, yuck, 61, but we've got rain coming our way. But what do you do? This is what we deal with in Wisconsin. One minute after 5 o'clock on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Time to check in this morning with some national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. Former President Trump will be in Dayton, Ohio at a rally for Republican Senate candidate J.D. Vance. Vance in recent days has opened up a slight lead over Democratic challenger Tim Ryan. Sunday, Trump rallied support for Republicans in Florida ahead of Tuesday's midterm elections. The people of Florida are going to reelect the wonderful friend of mine, Marco Rubio, to the United States Senate. And you're going to elect an incredible slate of true MAGA warriors. During an event in Miami, Trump pushed for the re-election of Senator Marco Rubio, who's going up against Democratic challenger Val Demings. A new national poll just ahead of the midterms reveals a very competitive landscape. The NBC News poll reveals Democrats have caught up with Republicans in terms of election enthusiasm. 73% of voters from both parties expressed high interest in the election. The survey shows the top three concerns for voters include the economy, ending partisanship in Congress, and women's rights. Pfizer is working on an experimental RSV vaccine for infants. Mark Mayfield has more. The company says it's proving effective in preventing severe infections in babies. The vaccine was given to expectant mothers in a late-stage study during the second half of their pregnancy. Pfizer halted the trial after its early success and plans to file for approval next month. More than 40% of respondents in a new poll say they're worse off financially than they were two years ago. The ABC News Washington Post study shows the number has doubled since President Biden took office. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I ended up in Kadat today and I stopped by Crescent Meats. 
Wayne Lautzbau had kind of a big event here today. What's going on? Well, we applied for the USDA Meat and Poultry Expansion Grant. took us about two and a half months to finalize the application and the requirements for the grant and just found out two weeks ago that we received the grant and we had a press conference here with Tom Vilzak, the ambassador, Susan Rice. This grant, what are your plans for this money? We have 12,800 square feet full slaughter facility harvesting and processing of several species beef pork bison elk deer we are adding 20,000 square feet it is more processing space smoker space to make value-added product and freezer space and cooler space and we talk about value-added products and we talked a little bit about branding is that a big push up here yeah so Crescent Meats' major success over the last three years is private branding, private labeling for producers. We have a bison rancher just south of Kadat, Chris and Roxy Brown. They raise bison, and we started processing their bison and make it into snack sticks and steaks and roasts. They sell their fresh frozen meat over the website and the Internet, and then they market wholesale in all across the nation now with snack sticks in convenience stores is the biggest market. And they're not here because they're in Arkansas at a trade show right now trying to sell their snack sticks. With expansion of the facilities, is there any concern about finding workers? Yeah, that's our greatest fear. Um, We actually sat down as our family. My entire family is in the business. Uh, My wife, Stacy, my son, Vance, and daughter, Samantha. And our biggest fear was... How are we going to find the employees? We're actually short employees right now just for the amount that we've grown in the last two years. And we're struggling to increase capacity. And we're thinking we need approximately within two to three years after the expansion, we're going to need approximately 40 more employees. That is definitely a fear. Um, We are reaching out to USDA also and our local universities got a program now for meat talent development we're excited about that i'm involved with the wisconsin meat processors association and all of us meat processors are coming together and gratefully there's grant money involved with that and we're creating talent for that so hopefully by the time this building's built hope there's some people coming out of those classes and that was wayne lausbaugh he is here at crescent meats with the press conference with Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack and a whole entourage. I'm Joe Welke. So, Jill, you were there last week then. I was there on Thursday. Wow. Well, good for them. They got that big grant coming their way, and that's good. Yeah, and I I was really enthused about the way they're going to use the grant and the ideas they have up there because they talked about branding. And branding is making... um, consumers aware of who where their meat is coming from mm-hmm. so they're coming from like if it came from welke land and cattle company you could go into the store and you could get beef sticks you can't because that's not the way i market my stuff yet but they're really they've got some bison bison growers and you can buy so you can buy from particular growers absolutely so if i like bison grower a versus bison grower b i can go in and say oh i just like a you can, yeah. Oh, well, very interesting stuff. 
I've heard of branding before, but usually that's in radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, some good stuff there. Well, congratulations to Crescent Meats on that grant. It'll be neat to see when that expansion is finalized and everything's up and running. Oh, beautiful facility. Well, beautiful. good, good. Well, we've got to keep moving on, though. We've got weather, news, markets. We've got a busy morning going on. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's take a look at our weather, shall we? We're looking at a mostly sunny day today, but then it's going to turn into some clouds later on, high of 44. Tonight, clouds early on, then clearing out with a low of 34. Tomorrow, cloudy and breezy and a high of 50 degrees. Tomorrow night, those showers are going to come in with a low of 46. And Wednesday, cloudy, breezy, rainy, high of 61. Wednesday night, cloudy and rainy, low of 54. Temperatures in the area right now, we've got 30 degrees up in Medford, 35 down in La Crosse, 33 over in Marshfield, 39 degrees in Green Bay. Rice Lake is at 29 degrees. Wausau's at 32. Madison, 39. Milwaukee, 43. And right here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area, we're at 31 degrees. We've got markets. Those are coming up next, and they'll be brought to you by... Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Markets this morning are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And Jill, kick us off. What's going on? With the livestock, we've got the choice fed beef steers are 145 to 157 with mixed at 90 to 142. Choice fed beef heifers are 145 to 154 with mixed at 84 to 142. Choice fed Holstein steers are 128 to 142 with select and silage fed steers 77 to 127. Cows are 65 to 105 with bulls at 75 to 105. Butcher hogs are 58 to 95 with sows at 59 to 60 and a half. Boars are 22 to 39. Shorn market lambs are 95 to 106. Unshorn market lambs are 95 to 105. Feeder lambs are 50 to 207. Ewes are 35 to 95 with small goats at $10 to $165. Medium goats are one. 100 to $220. Large goats are 125 to $380. And nanny goats are 25 to $220. Excellent. And on the Mercantile Exchange, live cattle for December, we're at 151.65. That's down 30 cents. February's at 154.37, down 50 cents. April's at 158, down 30 cents. Feeder cattle for November's at 177.82, down 17 cents. January's at 179.62, up 20. March is at 181.62, down 15. Lean hogs for December is at 82.97, that's down 40. February is at 86.42, down 75. April's at 92.40, down 15 cents. Chicago Board of Trade, we got your December corn down two at 6.78. December oats down a nickel at 3.85. March beans down four at 14.58. December soybean meal down a dollar at 4.1940 a ton. December wheat down seven at 8.40. Switching to the dairy side, barrel cheese unchanged at a dollar ninety-seven and a half. Your blocks were unchanged on Friday to two hundred one, and your double A grade butter took a big, big jump up ten and a half cents to two seventy-seven and a quarter. Class three futures for November up a penny at twenty eighty-eight. December up forty-eight cents to twenty thirty-five. January up thirty cents to nineteen seventy-five. February up twelve to nineteen eighty-one. March up eight at nineteen ninety-four. And those markets were upward trending into January 2024. With Thanksgiving only a few weeks away, don't get your feathers ruffled by recent reports that turkey prices are on the rise and that they may be in short supply. Unlike last holiday season where supply chain and labor issues caused ingredient shortages, there should be enough frozen turkeys to go around this year. 
However, avian flu outbreaks and inflation's impact on fuel, feed, and labor costs have contributed to higher prices for those turkeys. Whole frozen turkey prices have increased from $1.15 per pound at this time last year to $1.47 per pound. But they're saying that that's expected. That's only a 28% increase per pound, and that's in line. But the main thing to remember is is to get the turkey out of the freezer in time to thaw it, to have it thawed before Thanksgiving, and then you should be just fine. So, something to remember there. Get that turkey out of the freezer. Right now, we've got Pam Yonke. She's going to be coming in. She had a chance to talk about Dairy Innovation Hub. Some interesting stuff, Jill. We'll be hearing about that next, right here on Wax. For those who work in acres... Not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Wisconsin, for a lot of reasons, known as Wisconsin's Dairyland, not just because we've got cows produce a lot of milk and more cheese than anybody else, but for other reasons, too. Bob Bosold here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. Pam, I think one of the things we can say about Wisconsin's dairy industry, no matter whether it's production or research, we're always on the cutting edge. Yeah, we definitely want to be anyhow, Bob. Fabulous farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'll tell you what, if you are at all interested in the dairy industry, engaged in the dairy industry, depend on the dairy industry for your job, you might want to take in the third annual Dairy Innovation Hub Summit scheduled for November 16th. This year, they're going to the UW-River Falls campus. Basically, what they do there is retrace some of the grant monies that they've uh, dispersed across the state of Wisconsin. Remember, the Dairy Innovation Hub is funded in large part by state-invested dollars that go to UW-Madison, UW-Platteville, UW-River Falls in an effort to try to infuse new brain power in our dairy industry and take a look at where where dairy can go far beyond cheese or any recipes. I talked about it all with Mitch Brunig. He is the chair of the Dairy Innovation Hub Board. He's been watching the board work through logistics of getting money in play, getting all those grants gathered and evaluated, and now they're ready for the third annual summit. He explains a little bit more about why he believes that Wisconsin's dairy farmers have to take time to stay engaged in the process. Dairy Innovation Hub, planning your future in a way. Well, I think it's been uh, really a successful launch of a, a program that, you know, three years ago didn't exist. Um, as, as we look back and the reason, you know, sort of the Dairy Innovation Hub came about is, you know, it, it really was about the faculty at the different universities retiring and not having budgets available to to replace them. And, and we, you know, kind of had a critical look at that and said, you know, we won't notice these people missing today, but 20 years from now, you know, kind of the Wisconsin dairy industry will look different if we don't replace these people. And so we got a lot of people to, to sort of feel the same way we did and, and push forward. And, you know, in three years, we've hired 15 new faculty across three campuses and have, you know, over 100 research projects going. And all this sort of happened while COVID was going on, which makes it just truly remarkable. Absolutely. And we need to remind people, in case you're under the impression that the Dairy Innovation Hub is just about coming up with uh, new dairy products, that is exactly almost the opposite of its impetus. Some of the research projects that are being looked at, Mitch, actually make people turn their heads when you think about where dairy can go. 
Yeah, you know, we we really have three prior, or four priority areas, you know, land and water stewardship, which is really, really important to, you know, everybody in the state of Wisconsin and across the country because we want to, you know, produce our food, but we don't want to, you know, ruin the environment at the same time. So how can we, you know, synergistically look together? Animal health and welfare, you know, how can we best take care of our cows, uh, you know, so that they have a, a great life and and the part that I think is probably really interesting is the human health and nutrition. You know, what part of this wonderful dairy products that we produce, you know, actually can be a superfood or help, you know, people improve their health. And, and I think uh, finding those new products are going to be really exciting. Now, again, if you're not familiar, the Dairy Innovation Hub, as Mitch pointed out, came to pass because of a $7.8 million per year commitment from the state of Wisconsin. It involves the UW-Madison, UW-Platteville, UW-River Falls campuses in support of our dairy industry. On November 16th, they're headed to my alma mater, UW-River Falls, for their third annual summit. And Mitch, that's something that is free and open to anybody. I really encourage dairy producers that haven't had a brush with the Dairy Innovation Hub yet to get there. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's going to be kind of that sneak peek of the research and stuff that's going on. And, you know, one of the cool things about, you know, this research happening in Wisconsin is we're, we're sort of the first ones to get to know about it and, and sort of get to digest it sooner than people around, the you know, literally the rest of the world. So it's an opportunity to, to sort of, you know, talk to these researchers, ask the questions that, you know, are burning as to, why, you know, why they're doing the research they're doing and what outcomes um, they've already found. And, you know, based on how the world has sort of changed, there's also an online opportunity to, to sort of look at it, too. So if you're in, you know, southeast Wisconsin and River Falls, sounds like it's a long way away, you know, you're more than welcome to, to tune in and, and watch it on Zoom and and get all that information so we encourage you to, to, to get there if you can, but there's also an opportunity to watch it online. Absolutely. DairyInnovationHub.wisc.edu will get you there. You know, you mentioned the researchers that are going to be presenting, Mitch. For some of us that are a little long in the tooth, you need to understand these are fresh new faces taking a look at dairy, in some cases, for the very first time. Not all these people come from a dairy science background. Yeah, you know, one of the things that the Dairy Science or the Dairy Innovation Hub was able to sort of look at is, you know, we've got all these departments on these campuses, you know, biological systems, engineering, food science, nutritional sciences, and can we get those people in those departments actually working on, you know, dairy things as opposed to, you know, other things? And a lot of times it takes the money to, to help generate or stimulate that sort of research angle and that's what the Dairy Innovation Hub has been able to do. And one of the other things that I think is, is a truly awesome part of the Dairy Innovation Hub is the collaboration amongst the uh, campuses. You know, if you rolled the clock back to, you know, sort of 2016, you know, the people at Platteville and River Falls and Madison, you know, they sort of knew the people that were out at those schools, but they didn't necessarily... Uh, you know, have a working understanding of what they were doing and stuff. And and now we have a monthly call between the deans of those three campuses, you know, interacting and talking about what's happening on their campuses. And, and you know, kind of two things are important about that. 
they're understanding what's going on. It sort of took the silos down. But also, you know, we don't want to have the same sort of research project going on at both campuses, if if at all possible. You know, we're going to work on this, and they're going to work on this, and we don't overlap. You know, and the other thing about that collaboration, Mitch, is Dairy Innovation Hub looks at it as a brain trust, uh, research support, and there has been capital investment that those campuses can't uh, look away from, too. Right. You know, the, it's been an opportunity to sort of, you know, bring some of the sort of physical plant up to speed to, to be able to open up and, and do the research. And it, it's really, to me, it's just fascinating. You know, Platteville and River Falls had sort of been, they've always been viewed as teaching schools. So, you know, take the information that was maybe uh, researched at other places and apply it to the students and teach it there. And we've opened up the ability for them to actually do research on both of those campuses as well. And that not only benefits the, you know, the faculty in that campus, but think of the opportunity that it opens up for the undergrad students that are able to maybe even participate in some of those labs and be on the ground floor doing research as an undergrad. Just a unique opportunity that wasn't available four to five years ago. Right, and keeping that homegrown talent hopefully right here. Again, Mitch Brunig's along with us. He's kind of the chair of the Dairy Innovation Hub. Remember, their third annual Dairy Summit on the UW-River Falls campus, November 16th. Find details on how you can attend or get connected via the Internet, dairyinnovationhub.wisc.edu. And, Mitch, I want to go back. And that's some interesting stuff there, Pam. Thank you so much. And we're at 29 minutes after the 5 o'clock hour. we got to keep moving things along here. Right, Jill? Yes, we do. She's sleeping on the job. I'm not sleeping. I just moved my microphone away from my mouth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we all heard it, folks. Yep. <laughs> well, anyway, let's go to somebody who is awake this morning, Rocky Olson. He'll be coming in next. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's that time of the morning to check in with Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. So, Powerball, $1.9 billion tonight. You going to go buy a ticket? Now that you keep reminding me of this, I probably need to. Yes! Because you have to share if, if with I your favorite one, person. I'm sure I'm sure I'd have to owe you a good chunk of that because you <laughs> talked me into it. Yes. I mean, just think of the expansion you could do at Premier Livestock. You could have your own yeah. private office, like overlooking everything, a helicopter pad, private jet. <laughs> Sounds good. See, I, I'm planning this for you. Okay. All right. Well, catch us up. What's going on over at Premier? Uh, thank you, Kristen. Good morning, everyone. This is how uh, last week's uh, market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We did have a very busy week. We sold over 3,700 head of livestock. Fed cattle traded steady. High choice and prime Holstein steers 126 to 137. Uh, select and low choice 115 to 125. Beef steers and heifers 133 to 143. Uh, market cows steady. High yielding cows from 74 to 87. Most cows trading 62 to 73, uh, low yielding cows 61 and down. Market bulls high yielding from 92 to a dollar eight, uh, lower yielding 91 and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday, uh, higher yielding ones from 85 to a dollar five, lower yielding 84 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves. 
Uh, continue good demand, mostly from 85 to 205. Your beef calves from 125 to 325. Uh, keep in mind your biggest, best days to sell calves are Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, Holstein heifer calves traded from 10 to 50. Uh, feeder cattle special uh, last Tuesday, we had a big, big run. We sell 1,275 head of feeder cattle. Uh, most of the new crop beef calves from 145 to 220. Holstein steers most weights, most classes from $1.05 to $1.47. Next special. Uh, feeder cattle auction will be next week, November 15th. Wednesday, uh, we had a showcase of top-end supreme cows, top-end uh, fresh cows, brought 2,200 to 3,000. Uh, we had many full loads averaging from 2,150 to 2,450. Many other cows from 13 to 2,150, and the lower quality cows, 1,275 and down. Uh, top spring and heifers, 13 to 2,000. This week's dairy cattle auction, we do have a complete uh, herd dispersal uh, coming from Oak Ridge jerseys out of uh, Chippewa Falls. they got 90 registered jersey cows and heifers. Uh, they're pretty classy, very nice cattle right there. There's pictures. There's a full multi-generation catalog on our website already, so you want to make sure to check that out for this Wednesday. We also have 25 fresh Holstein heifers, outstanding kind, parlor-free stall, 40 years of AI breeding. Full uh, listing, like I said, at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, calls at Premier, 715-229-2500. Machinery auction coming up November 18th. Today is the last day to bring consignments uh, unless you have made prior arrangements. So November 18th, last day to bring consignments is today. So that is the way it's shaped up, Chris. Excellent. Well, I look forward to seeing if you're a winner tonight. Okay. You're going to let me know. You're going to call me personally and tell me, right? Okay. I okay. probably would if I had, seeing how you talked me into it. Well, yeah. I, I, and just tell your wife, honey, it's because of her we're now multimillionaires. Yep. yep. She'll understand. I, there you go. All right. You have a great day and good luck tonight. Hey, thanks. Back there he goes, Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. And now we got to check in with our Skyborne 13 meteorologist, Mike D'Andrea, this morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. How we doing? We are doing fabulous. I'm working on my wish list. Oh, your wish list, huh? Yes. For? For the Powerball. Oh, what, what'd you get in yourself? Well, I was hoping you'd share with me. Well, yeah, sharing is caring. So when you hit the Powerball, I would love when you share stuff, you know? I'll buy you lunch. That deal, you, you sold me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe pie. I don't know. We'll oh, see. my God. That might be a little too much. I know. Maybe a Christmas gift. Aw, that's, yeah. that'd be great. Like candy canes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to go too big. Yeah, maybe, could I spring for some M&Ms out of that, too? Ooh, I don't know. Now, is that something your wife is going to be upset about? Uh, maybe. Well, if I share with her, then, you then know. Then we should be okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'll get her two bags just to make up for it. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we have a beautiful morning out there. Crystal clear, big moon in the sky. Mm-hmm. Catch us up. What's going on in the weather? Well, it might feel a little chilly for some, but believe it or not, this is right where we should be for uh, this time of year. We've been spoiled with some very warm mornings as of late. Otherwise, we'll start off with some sunshine throughout the morning and going into the afternoon. A few more clouds will work in and temperatures mostly around the mid-40s. Winds will be rather light out of the north. Tonight, we'll start off with some cloud cover, but then clearing out through the overnight, dipping to around the freezing point. Mostly cloudy for tomorrow with chances of some showers later into the afternoon into the early evening. Highs mostly around the 50 degree mark. Some of those showers lingering into Wednesday and even into Thursday, but Wednesday and Thursday going to be warmer with highs mostly into the low 60s and uh, some upper 50s on Thursday. But those showers and possibly some thunderstorms on Thursday 
Well, it's associated with a cold front, and that'll cool us down quite a bit. Back to the low 30s on Thursday night. And for Veterans Day, we'll have temperatures mostly around the mid-30s for a good bit of the day. Saturday and Sunday, even a few flurries possible, mostly cloudy. Upper 20s for highs both on Saturday and Sunday as sunshine returns for Sunday. Right now, mostly clear and a temperature of 30 degrees in Eau Claire. I've got a question for you. I might have an answer. What's a shooting star? A shooting star? Well, that's uh, basically a meteor that you would see uh, very far away. It's not an actual star. So. Oh. Well, I saw one this morning. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, there. Uh, did you make a wish? Possibly. Oh, you wish you hit the Powerball, huh? I can't <laughs> tell you what my wish was. <laughs> All right, Because deal. I can't, you know, because then it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. That is very true. But... I can tell you that wasn't my wish. All right, good uh, deal. Then I won't ask anymore. Okay, that's good. Don't want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike, we will catch you later on. Thanks so much for the update. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. There he goes, our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike D'Andrea, on Wax with us this morning. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, before we head over and check in on our news department, we've got some fun stuff for you. As a big thank you to all of your hard work, us here at the farm team are going to be giving the gift of pork this season. Now, I know it's turkey season. It's, you know, Thanksgiving. But, you know, Jill, sometimes pork wouldn't be bad. I always like my bacon. Ooh, who doesn't like bacon, sausage, biscuits, and gravy? Well, Ooh. I kind of hope that somebody doesn't like because then there's more for me. Oh, come on now. <laughs> well, the reason we're talking about this is you get a chance to win a half a hog and a seven-cubic-foot chest freezer, courtesy of Smith Brothers Meats out of Colby and Abbotsford Appliance in Abbotsford. But to sign up for this amazing half a hog and freezer, you have to go to the Midwest Farm Report tab on WaxRadio.com. So you go to WaxRadio.com and go to the Midwest Farm Report tab, and there'll be a sign-up there. Or you can go on our app to register. So something good there. We want to say thank you to all the farmers from all of us here at Wax. Bob, you, me. And you is Jill and me is Kristen. So just to clarify that. But yes, we are giving away a half a hog from Smith Brothers Meats and a chest freezer from Abby Appliance. Well, Jill, let's go over and check in with Morgan, see if she's got her wish list going. Good morning, Morgan. Catch us up on the news this morning. Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. Election Day Eve, the last day of speeches, rallies and handshakes as candidates across Wisconsin are getting in one more day of campaigning before Election Day tomorrow. Most communities stop early voting over the weekend. Polls will be 7 a.m. tomorrow until 8 p.m. And we can expect some local action. Republican Tim Michaels ending his run for governor with a swing through our area said they're bringing the Let's Go to Work tour to Eau Claire and La Crosse as part of their final full day of campaigning. We'll look a little bit closer at some of those races. No shortage of action as you might imagine, and that continues to be the case. Candidates for U.S. Senate make their final pitches, and Democrat Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes says Republican Senator Ron Johnson is entrenched in Washington politics. We'll show you different sides so you can decide. Ron Johnson has spent 12 long years in office making himself richer and his wealthy donors, making their lives easier while leaving working people behind every step of the way. With those different sides so you can decide, and across the aisle, Johnson says Democratic policies are hurting Wisconsin families. These things didn't just happen. They are the direct result of specific policies of the Biden administration and Democrat governance. 
And my opponent, Mandela Barnes, supports all these policies. The Wisconsin race is one of several closely watched Senate contests around the country. In other headlines, we go around the meeting table. Eau Claire School Board looking at a pay bump for subs. With 715 Newsroom coverage, uh, John DeMaster, tell us more about that substitute teacher gig. The idea is to give subs $20 more each day, bringing their daily rate to $160. The school board's also considering a $0.38 cent per hour raise for special education assistance. That would bump their daily pay to $16.38 an hour. The school board says $160 a day for subs would be more than both Chippewa Falls and Altoona schools pay. I'm John DeMaster. When it comes to the woods, a lot of blaze orange on people's minds. Maybe you're <laughs> dreaming of the dirty pointer. Well, the Wisconsin DNR urges hunters to test deer for chronic wasting disease this fall. Here's Jeff Pritzel, agency's deer program director, saying. Wisconsin, unfortunately, finds itself in a position you know, of having... Uh, the disease on the landscape for a couple of decades now. and But the information that we've gathered over the past couple of decades and tracking that has been very helpful and beneficial to, to other states in the country that are also dealing with this. And while there's never been a documented instance of deer-to-human CWD transmission, the DNR strongly advises against eating venison from infected deer. Well, we can give up on the Go Pack Go and say Go Max Go. Bump, set, spike. McDonald aced it. The Max once again volleyball state champs. Their second straight D4 title over the weekend beating Monticello. So congrats to the max and i know uh, kristen's been saying that she has plans to win the powerball so 1.9 billion dollars that's how much you could have your hands on by the end of the day when the numbers come up later tonight it will be the 41st consecutive drawing without a powerball winner since having last been won by a ticket in pennsylvania on august 3rd surpassing the previous record of 40 straight drawings without a winner experts say to have fun but keep your expectations in check your odds of winning the jackpot are around 1 in 292 million. Jonathan O'Halloran, NBC News Radio, New York. Well, we take those daydreams back to the barn. We always have a winning ticket with Kristen Jill on the Midwest Farm Show. Live local and right along with you on Wax 104.5. Oh, you bet I'm going to be dreaming about that. I know my chances are slim, but you have to dream and you have to think about it. Otherwise, what's the point? Well, I think it's just fun to dream about it. Think oh. how you could spend it. Think, think about who you could support. Oh, I know. And tomorrow morning we're going to wake up and I'll be disappointed. But it's just the fact of going, what if? Right. Well, you got to have goals, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, man. I just, I could do so much, like, and not just for me, like for every, you know, the community and just different things you can contribute to and like make a change. Absolutely. I could run for president. No, don't do that. Why? Why? Because it would finally be somebody good in there. <laughs> wow. I'm really I don't heartbroken even know what by to them. say. I know. I am like really heartbroken. Farm girl, down to earth, hardworking. Why would you want to deal with it? I just want to know the secrets. <laughs> oh, well, I guess if that's what your goal is. That's... Yeah, Area 51. Is it real or not? You know, I mean, that's a question out there. Well... Did you research it? Kinda. You didn't look it up on some place that isn't dependable, right? Well, I watched movies. Oh, of course you watched. <laughs> I should have known. It all goes back to the movies. Yes. See again. I love to dream. <laughs> Nothing do. wrong with that. <laughs> well, let's dream ourselves. We gotta keep. We can't keep dreaming here. We gotta get to markets. We're gonna head over to the Equity Altoona Barn and check in with Jim Lindsay. And Jim, kick us off. How'd the sale go? 
the prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which was held here on November 4th. We definitely saw premiums paid for weaned and vaccinated calves. Three to 600 pound beef steers, $1.40 to $1.90. Six to 900 pound beef steers, $1.30 to $1.82. Three to 600 pound beef heifers, $1.20 to $1.66. Six to 900 pound beef heifers, $1.15 to $1.60. Three to 600 pound Holstein steers, $1.05 to $1.45. Six to 900 pound Holstein steers, $95 to $1.34. Our next special feeder sale is next Friday, November 11th, starting at noon. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. You too, Jim. Thank you so much. And now we're going to head over to his partner in crime, Jerry Fitzgerald, at the Stratford Equity Barn. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Kristen, and a good morning to you and Jill. And, uh, well, like I said, it's uh, nice to be able to have an early uh, early sunrise and the young people getting on the bus now at least have daylight. That was, uh, I'm not a big fan of daylight saving time, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Now, did you uh, uh, talk to your weather guy about the eclipse that's supposed to be coming up? When is that, tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. I think Bob was going to talk about that. We were too busy talking about our potential billionaire status. Well, it's okay to dream, but uh, <laughs> we're we're in reality here. I know. Well, let's keep it in reality and get to the equity barn. What's going on today? Well, all right, uh, uh, Kristen. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be the sales schedule this week here at Equity Stratford, and a full marketing week on tap as we get started here Monday morning. Uh, on Mondays, of course, we sell all. Types of market cattle, including uh, conventional type market cows, fed cattle, and uh, market bulls. We get to the baby calves around 1130. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, we start at uh, 10 o'clock with the hay auction, and then we move into the market portion of the auction tomorrow around 11 o'clock. Every Tuesday, we sell organic market cattle here at Stratford, and that does include cows, of course, any other organic cattle that you have to market, conventional market cattle, to follow tomorrow. Again, that'll be around 11 o'clock. And Wednesday, full marketing day, of course, so we get started early Wednesday morning. Uh, market uh, market cattle on Wednesday, of course, we do sell most of our fed cattle on Wednesday, and also sheep, hog, and goats. Uh, and baby calves. Feeder cattle sale this week also will be a noontime start. And on Thursday, we will uh, start at 11 o'clock marketing day on Thursday with uh, market cattle and calves. So uh, we'll see how the market shapes up this week. Uh, again, last week, uh, mostly steady on all classes. A little bit, maybe a little bit weaker on the cow market at the end of the week. But uh, calf market, of course, uh, mostly steady throughout the week. Uh, of course, uh, Monday is the, the marketing day for better prices on these calves. So we always get a big run of calves on Monday. So looking forward to that again today. And uh, as per usual, we'll be back here tomorrow morning to update the markets. But, um, man, since uh, it seems like ages since we talked to you ladies last time, a lot of stuff going on. And, uh, of course, uh, election this week, uh, just a very busy week. Yeah, it is a very busy week. And we've got a lot of stuff going on. Powerball tonight, elections tomorrow, eclipse tomorrow. It's just busy. I, I forgot to get the uh, how's the deer report this morning from Jill. Jill, how's your deer report? I saw only one little buck across or along the side of the interstate, and he stayed over there. Oh, well, so I didn't have any today. Yeah, maybe, uh, but that, uh, on a serious vein, though, those uh, they are a lot of them are out there, and now it's. it's 
prime time for bow hunters. I'll maybe it'll be cool enough now. So be careful. And uh, I don't know, did we did uh, I, unless I missed it. Uh, did we get a report on what rain you guys got over there? I didn't get a number yet. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, well, I am. Unfortunately, I've turned my rain gauge in for the winter, so I can't give you a number over here either. But we did have a nice. Very nice soaking rain, so it sounds like we're getting more on the way. So, well, anyway, we'll uh, talk to Big Bob tomorrow. You ladies have a nice day, and I thank you. You too. Thanks so much, Jerry. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Equity Barn. Again this morning on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program, Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us. And, Dan, we made a lot of hay. A lot of forages have been put up this summer around Wisconsin, and so we can look out and see how many bales or how many piles we've got out there, but we should know more than just the quantity of forages we have, shouldn't we? In this day and age, we really need to get as much as we can from all of our feedstuffs, and the best way to do it is to make an inventory or a log of what quantity of hay we have and do a forage analysis so we know how many dairy quality tons of hay or haylage we have and how much lesser quality and thinking about where we might feed heifers and dry cows and so on. So this is a, a really good time to go sample all of those feedstuffs. Um, uh, even uh, corn silage, alfalfa haylage, uh, there we'd actually think a little bit about going up on top of the pile and taking some samples at different distances down the length of the pile from the top. And with that information, we can know about what we have and uh, what corrections we might need to make over time in our rations. Uh, The same thing is true with um, baled hay or baleage. We would consider that a lot of hay would be all of the forage baled from similar fields on one day. And if we had uh, baleage put up on two different days, then likely that quality is different. And it is important to analyze both and to know where we are. So with haylage, with hay, with baleage, uh, we strongly recommend us thinking in terms of lots of hay, uh, L-O-T, lots, (laughs) and then think about uh, how many tons we have of each quality forage so we could most effectively utilize that to feed our cattle. It almost might help if we want to sell a little bit, too, so that the buyer knows the quality he's getting. That's absolutely right, Bob. Uh, with an analysis, especially if it's some good piece stuff, it will sell. Uh, and uh, hay prices are still over $250 a ton for premium dairy quality hay, about 200 for one grade down. So it's worthwhile thinking about that if you need a little extra hay. Not just quantity, but quality as well. It all counts. Dan Undersander with us once again. Dan, of course, our state forage specialist on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And looking at your markets, December corn is down 2 at 678. December oats down a nickel at 385. March beans down 4 at 1458. December soybean meal down a dollar at 419. 
40 a ton. December wheat down seven at 840. On the dairy side, barrel cheese unchanged at $1.97 and a half. Your blocks unchanged at 201. Double A grade butter was up 10 and a half cents to 277 and a quarter. Class three futures for November up a penny at 2088. December up 48 cents to 2035. January up 30 cents to 1975. February up 12 cents to 1981. March up 8 at 1994, and those markets were upward into January of 2024. Country elevators in the area, Golden Plump in Arcadia is at 638 for corn. Baldwin and Mondovi, 623 for corn, 1363 for beans. Durand is at 613 and 1353. Elmwood is at 623 and 1368. Fall Creek, 608 and 1328. Osseo, 628 for corn, 1368 for beans. Elk Mound is at 623 and 1378. Sparta's at 622 and 1359. Ellsworth at 603 and 1313. Wheat and grain, 628, 1385 for beans. Ethanol plants in the area. Boyceville's at 626. Stanley's at 628. New Richmond's at 626. And again, if you want to get a chance to win a half a hog and a chest freezer, because you need room for that, you got to go to waxradio.com and click on the Midwest Farm Report tab or sign up on the app. We are giving away a half a hog and a chest freezer before Christmas. Thanks to Smith Brothers Meats up in Colby and Abbotsford Appliance. We want to say thank you for all your hard work, and we are giving you a gift of pork this season. Jill's running out of turkeys at her place, so we need to get some pork. Yeah, my turkeys are all in the freezer. Oh, there we go. But right now we're at 31 degrees, looking for some sun and a high of 44. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.